Hello, and welcome to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer, not just for Louisiana, but for the entire Northern Gulf Coast. And now, introducing your host, Alan DeRitter. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Monday Night Football, your October 29th edition. This is Coach Alan Gerritter. I'm the head soccer coach for the boys at De La Salle High School and the director of coaching at Soccer Innovations of America. We always start off our show with a prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Dear God, we thank you for this show. We thank you for this time. And uh, we pray in Thanksgiving that we have high school soccer up and running. We pray that we'll facilitate the good sportsmanship that's out there and also honor all the people who've gone before us who tried to contribute uh and gave their very very best to louisiana soccer people like uh, bob mulia gary ortner george sutherland we pray that they pray for us and help them to know that they've never been forgotten in christ's name we pray amen and father son holy spirit amen okay everybody i know it's halloween and everybody likes to have fun. I would, I would, I would advise all of y'all though to stay away from evil and occult images and have some fun trick or treating and and uh, meeting your neighbors. And you can dress up in funny things. You don't have to dress up in in nasty things. And then spend this whole month of November remembering the people who've gone before you and honoring them. Uh, a priest once told me. A person could die three deaths. The first death is the is the actual death. The second death is the funeral where you get buried. But the third death is when you're forgotten. And that's the death we can prevent. Remember your old remember your loved ones and remember everybody uh who's contributed not only to your families, but also to things like we love like soccer. And never forget them. Okay, on this episode, we're going to take another look at Central Louisiana, uh, an area that uh, I think that they would say has been very much neglected by the media that is out there. And we definitely don't want that to be the case. We don't want any part of Louisiana not covered, or the Gulf Coast for that matter. And so we're going to be uh, interviewing Pineville's head coach, uh, Greg Como, uh, after our after we pay our bills. And um uh, we'd like to invite all of y'all to uh, to get in touch with us. Uh, Greg got in touch with us on Twitter. You can always get in touch with us at MNFUTBOL, on Twitter, on Facebook, or at Ada Ritter on LAPrepSoccer.net, or you can leave me a voicemail at 504-577-3131, 504-577-3131. We're two weeks away from the season starting officially, but everybody's in the grind of putting in their systems and uh, getting to know their players. And uh, it's been an awesome week for me at Dolisau. And I'm sure it's been an awesome week for all of y'all. Uh, everything's wide open, and uh, we'll have our top 10 predictions in two weeks. And uh, I would really like to talk about the home area, but uh, we have not had success yet in getting that accomplished. And also, we want to talk about the girls in North Louisiana and the home area. So if you know people in that area, um, get them in touch with me so that uh, we can interview them next week. And that way, all Louisiana could have been represented uh in the previews uh, i tell you what the previews have been exciting it looks like this uh season's gonna be uh a rough one 
and and we're gonna have to really watch the power rankings from the first day to the last day because at least in our sport we don't have these ridiculous 400 state championships we have our four state championships per gender and uh and they're pretty legitimate anyhow we have to go pay some bills when we come back we talk to coach greg como from Pineville High School on Monday Night Football, you voice for youth soccer. We'll see you after the break. It's no ordinary sports show. Candid conversation. We've got it all. Must have guests. Significant Louisiana sports figures. Serious knowledge. Post-game breakdowns, trivia, historical flashbacks, and my editorials. That'll make even the most diehard sports fans go wow. From the one guy who's always in the zone. It's what happens when you've been around Louisiana sports this long. The WGNO Sports Zone, Wednesdays at 10:15. Hello, this is Coach Alan DeRitter, and I want to invite all of you to take a closer look at De La Salle High School in New Orleans. De La Salle is a dynamic, inclusive community committed to academic excellence by evidence with our classrooms of the future, and of course, our commitment to athletics is second to none. Come take a look at DeLaSalleNola.com and schedule your spend a day today. That's DeLaSalleNola.com. You can advertise your business for as little as $50. Contact us to see our rates and get your business in front of the Gulf Coast soccer community. Follow us on Twitter at MNFUTBOL, as well as Facebook, or call us at 504 577 3131. 504 577 3131. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. And uh, we have our now on the air Pineville head coach Greg Como. Welcome to the show, coach. Thank you for having me. Look, uh, we trying to make sure that everybody in the north and in the uh, and in the central and the western part of the state gets equal representation. We kind of took a pretty good look at central Louisiana. You heard the show last week. What did we miss last week uh, that really you think needs attention about central Louisiana? Well, I just um, one thing I want to you know mention about central Louisiana. Um, I think that. This is probably going to be the deepest uh, year as far as Central Louisiana, as far as, um, you know, playoff runs and um, rankings throughout the state, uh, power rankings and coaches' poll rankings. I don't think uh, we probably have been getting the recognition probably that has been on the field the last couple of years, but I definitely think we have some teams that are, uh, you know, some some uh, southern teams really need to, uh, you know, take a a serious look at um, whenever you know, we are looking at for end of the year awards and definitely even you know competition on the field. Okay, so you really do feel that uh, there have probably been players and teams that have been left out of the fray when it comes to the top ten and uh, and all all state honors. Um, I, I don't. I don't really want to want to get into any of you know what's gone on in the past. I think it's hard, obviously, to identify players. I just think that um, you know this is a very deep year for um, you know Sinwa players, and I really um, think that it's going to show on the field, which obviously um, should reflect uh, when it comes to end of the year you know recognition. I I personally think that um, you know 
uh, Menard in Division Three has a very good chance. Um, you know, we the joke up here is that all roads in Division Three run through uh, University High. They seem to always get the better of us, but I think Menard's got a very deep team this year. Um, I think Alexandria and Five A is going to be um, a team that's very. Um, you know that that teams definitely have to have to look at. I, I know they open up week one with St. Paul's, and um, wow. you know I, th- I think that'll be a, a very good game. I'm actually, and and it's a home game for Alexandria. I'm disappointed that I'm actually going to be out of town with my team because I would love to be at that game. So would I. I mean, that's going to be an amazing experience both ways because, you know, um, St. Paul's is used to traveling. Um, but playing in central Louisiana is something they're not really used to. Although in club ball, we always like to go to, uh, what is it, Johnny Downs uh, complex? Correct. Yeah. Yes, sir. Is that where most of the games are played for most of the high schools or most of y'all have stadiums? No, no. Most of us have stadiums. Uh, Grace Christian, a Division Four team, plays at um, O'Hearn Matthews Soccer Complex, which is – um, you know, very close to Johnny Downs. Um, I believe Glenn Mora actually uses uh, the Rapids High School Stadium, but uh, most of us play on campus. Okay. And uh, is the majority of soccer there played on turf like it is down here? Actually, the only the only turf field in our area is Tioga High School. Um, the rest of us have natural grass. Amen. I hate turf. I mean, I hate <laughs> turf. Although when it rains in January, look, you know, right, you get right. that, you get those rains at the end of December and, and, you know, the postponements are ridiculous. So at least with turf, we haven't, you know, we haven't had that problem for a couple of years now, but the same token, you know, a lot of those turf teams, they got on the grass uh, during state and they weren't used to it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I'll make the joke that if, if we played at a different part of year, I would definitely like to have the grass field, but just because playing in the winter, you know, the turf, make sure that all those games, you know, get played. So, Are you one of those coaches that believe that we should be playing uh, in the spring or the fall? Um, I, you know, I would definitely be open to exploring all of that. I, I understand the pro, the arguments for and against, but um, – you know, it's, I, I don't think it, there will be a change any, any time. So, you know, we, we play the hand we're dealt. I personally would like to, you know, extend our season where we're kind of in more of a, uh, more, more in line with the basketball calendar. I know they have two more weeks of preseason than us. And, you know, the club scene is actually pretty, pretty small when you get north of I-10, I-12. So I would like to, you know, I do have a, a fair amount of club players, but I would like to, you know, get some of my non-club players earlier so that I can definitely do some more work with them um, before the season starts. Why do you think club ball is still, even after all these years, uh, so hard to grow off the, off the Interstate 49 and uh, I-12? I, honestly, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm originally from Lafayette and, you know, I, I coach club soccer and I think the travel commitments are, you know, one that unfortunately, um, you know, plays a role. I mean, when I was in Lafayette and I could, I could basically go anywhere in two hours outside of, you know, Monroe and New Orleans. Whereas, you know, 
I was at a league game for my U12 team in, in uh, Raceland, Louisiana yesterday. That was about three hours there, you know, playing three hours back. I mean, it's, it's just, you know, it's very difficult for the time constraints. And a lot of the, you know, parents kind of get fed up with it, I guess, at the, towards the end. Um, and additionally, you know, baseball is still a, a number one, is the number one sport in this area. Um, you know, so we, we always lose a lot of players to baseball. Uh, uh, likewise, you know, and, uh, I do find that with my club, you know, my club soccer innovations, we kind of, we're trying to gear towards kids who cannot afford to play at the high level, but we, but coach them at the high level. And we were really pleased our U16 team, which is primarily, uh, U13, 14 and 15 players, uh, got to the finals, but then ran into a D1 U16 team and, you know, got annihilated, but we got to the finals, you know, beating big, big clubs. And I think that that's been working for us. Like we still play the big clubs, but we can't afford to put these kids in a van and take them all the way to Monroe and, uh, and bring them back. And, uh, I, I get, I get the travel regards, but in high school, it's a little bit easier because we have the support of the school and we have school buses and, and the like, how far is your furthest home game from Pineville? Um, my furthest home game? I mean, not home game, first. road game. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> let's see. I Well, I mean, our, our big issue is our district is basically any 5A team north of Interstate 10. Wow. Um, <laughs> you know, so we have we have uh, Alexandria and Pineville are the only two 5A schools for soccer, that is, um, you know, between Interstate 10 and Interstate 20. So... We have four Shreveport schools and West Monroe uh, in the district with us. So, um, you know, we are, we're also playing Santa Monica at a neutral site in Lafayette. We're meeting halfway. Okay. Um, you know, I, I, I have the mantra, you know, bus will travel. It's just, you know, I, I've been speaking with teams in the past. I just, you know, I don't see myself going to North Shore, you know, to play a game, which, you know, I would love to. I, you know, Ryan and I have a great relationship but you know it's just we we've got to look into a lot of neutral side games um you know for that it's just you know we have trouble getting teams to come to us and obviously you know travel is an issue it it really really is i played neville once at johnny downs and that was worth the while but it was it was a it was a full day for one game you know right right absolutely you know and we uh we actually have um we're hosting um our, 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 we're using our stadium as a neutral site. Um, we're hosting an ESA, ESA versus Wachita Parish game um, in January. So, you know, I have been active on the prep board and mentioned a few times that, you know, if anyone is looking for a neutral site game to, you know, get in touch with me and, you know, we'll get the ball rolling when it comes to that. Are you guys in the Alexandria area happy with the state championship being at ULL? Um, I, you know, I, I really liked it there last year. Um, me too. You know, I attended and, um, you know, like you said, it, I'm, it only takes one week of just bad weather to, you know, tear up the field after eight games being played on it or, you know, in, in such close proximity. But, you know, I, I really enjoyed it last year. You know, parking wasn't an issue. Um, don't have to worry about parade routes every, you know, three or four years. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we enjoyed it. 
Awesome. Well, tell me about Pineville, uh, your your squad. Uh, what are their chances this year, and who do you have that uh, really have a chance to play next year in the college level? Um. So we uh, we won 16 games last year. We lost uh, pretty much the entire defense. Uh, we do return a goalkeeper um, and an all-state uh, center defender um, named Zach Clear. He, uh, I think he definitely has – he's a junior, but I think he has the uh, ability to play at the next level. Um, in the midfield, I have a uh, center man who scored 25 goals last year. His name's Rita Alkabi. Um, you know, he, he's a football guy. He, he could, you know, play – you know, probably an NAIA program, he could con- contribute. Um, uh, I, have an, I have another midfielder that uh, made freshman All-State last year, so obviously he's a sophomore. Um, his name's Jacob Neely. He'll, he uh, He's definitely growing into the role. Um, Reese Weeks, another freshman All-State player from last year, he's gonna. he was a, uh, he started forward and uh, forward for me last year. And played some games as a center defender. So, um, you know, we do we do have a couple. We we have some big seniors, obviously, but we're we're mostly mostly going to be run by sophomores and juniors this year, I believe. Okay, um, well, that'll bode well. I mean, at least you have a good nucleus right there, and uh, that that usually pays heavy dividends later. Right, right, right. But I mean, I I don't want to I don't want to undercut the contribution of my seniors. I've got probably three seniors that have, de- you know, getting considerable time as freshmen. All of them have been starting since their sophomore year. Um, you know, so it's it's going to be a good little nucleus, but, you know, we're, like I said, we have to replace a couple defenders, a midfielder. Um, you know, we basically return uh, six, six or seven of our starters, though. All right. All right. Well, um, now, when it comes to the girls' game in the Alexandria area, you said that you know I should really interview somebody else, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can okay. tell you uh, what I saw over the summer in you know eight v eight games and things like that. You know, just um, it looks like it's gonna you know come down to DeRitter and Ash as far as obviously DeRitter's not in our district, but as far as just who's got the most quality, I know, I know at Pineville. Um, the strength of our team um, is a lot of sophomore girls. They're, they're very strong, but, you know, younger. So, um, but but like I said, it, you know, it just seemed like Ash and DeRitter were a step ahead over the summer. It seems like Ash and Pineville, y'all would be natural rivals, are y'all? Yeah, yeah, actually, we're, uh, that, that's our big rival. Um, we actually, <laughs> we, I joke with uh, Coach Sons the other time, uh, all the time. We are uh, we're on a two game winning streak against them right now. But uh, <laughs> I think it was about eight or nine years before we had beat them previously. So um, I'm sure he's looking to obviously turn that around this year. And like I said, he's he's got he's got definitely the squad to do it. And uh, you know he's definitely a great coach. And I think uh, like I said, don't definitely don't rest on Alexandria this year because uh, they'll be in the thick of it. Yeah, I'm uh, never, never rested on them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They're so. so well coached, you know. Correct. They're fun to watch. 
Well, um, you have the mic. Uh, is there anything about Central Louisiana that the rest of Louisiana needs to know about, or or doesn't know have a clue about that you really think they should? Um, well, I, I definitely would have to plug the uh, Mobile Cup tournament that I host um, at Pineville. I think it's definitely growing uh, leaps and bounds every year. Um, we have close to fifty teams, boys and girls, com- coming in this year. Um, We've got, you know, we've got teams that not only do well, you know, throughout the regular season, but we've got ESA who won state last year. Um, we've got North Shore who I think is, you know, one of those top level teams. Um, you know, we've got teams from as this as far as boys are concerned, we've got teams that. Are always, you know, contributing, playing, you know, sending players to the next level. Um, just very well coached teams, and it's it's great soccer. And it's a, like you said, Johnny Downs is an excellent complex. We uh, we use Johnny Downs, we use O'Hearn, and um, you know, it's a good place. Like you have said in the past, to meet meet halfway. We've got tons of Shreveport teams, Monroe teams. Um, you know, and then obviously Lafayette, Baton Rouge, New Orleans, North Shore, Lake Charles. I mean, when we say, when, you know, our, our club crossroads, it, it clearly is the crossroads of the state. And like I said, we we attract a good a good pool of teams. And if anyone wants to get into the tournament, you can uh, email me at uh, greg.como. That's G-R-E-G dot C-O-M-E-A-U-X at rpsb.us okay that's excellent and I, I really wish you the best with that tournament and it really is the crossroads i mean most of us don't mind going to alexandria to play anybody it's just that trek from new orleans to monroe that gives you the hives you know but uh, uh, hey, trust <laughs> me on a school bus i don't want to make the drive to new orleans so, i'm two hours closer so right. i can definitely under understand it's hell it really really is and uh i really think kids have to travel out that way like i, I make sure that uh we we have a couple of games four or five hours away so they can have that experience because usually in the playoffs i mean i don't know about you but we usually can't stay the night before we have to drive up there the day of and uh, uh if you got a tuesday semifinal game four hours away it's kind of fun but it's kind of like hard to get your legs underneath you you know correct well, thanks for coming on the show, and uh, I would like to keep in touch with you and keep you contributing as, as the games start in two weeks, and uh, and and we'll try to make sure our best that uh, Central Louisiana teams are not kept out of the mix when it comes to top 10 and uh, other considerations, okay? And this will be a, vo- a place for you to vent and to voice <laughs> your concerns, all right? Like I said, no, no venting. Okay. This is in the past, I, I you know. We've got we've got some players this year. I'm just letting you know. Awesome. I, I, truly, I truly believe we have one of the best midfielders in the state, if not the best midfielder in the state, attending Menard right now. So, um, and his name is Elias Hanna, and he's definitely going to be playing at the next level. Elias Hanna, he's a senior. Yes. Okay, I might keep my eyes open on him and uh, see how he does. Well, Coach, thanks for coming on the show, and I wish you and your family the best. God bless you. Sounds good. Thank you. Have a good one. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Okay, that was Coach Greg Como, and uh, that was a nice interview. And uh, he's he's been listening to the show forever, and uh, and and I'm really trying hard to make sure that uh, we do represent 
all of Louisiana, not just the South. And uh, uh, I really like to get to the Homa area. We were hoping to uh, update you on the Homa area today, uh, but that just didn't work out. Uh, but it was kind of nice to talk to another coach from Central Louisiana. And I don't want it to make like make it like a uh, well, we just come and go uh, every now and then and touch and go. But we focus our attention on Lafayette, Baton Rouge, New Orleans, and Lake Charles. And uh, uh, I think um, if you've ever played teams from the North or you South uh, or people in the South, it's worth your while. I mean. It's always been worth my while uh, uh, because you never know what happens in the playoffs where you have to go and where you have to play. And uh, and there is some quality teams. I loved uh, one year I brought my team all the way up to Monroe for a tournament, and that was one of the best ex- uh, experiences we ever had. So uh, it's it's worth it. And uh, I encourage all of y'all who haven't really scheduled all your tournaments. Remember, you can have four tournaments, okay? I'm only going to go to three this year because uh, it takes a lot of wear and tear on injuries if you don't really have a deep, deep bench. And um, uh, so I'm going to three, but uh, you could have 18 games and four tournaments, and that can really help you out in the power rankings. And sounds like he's got some good teams there. Well, anyway, uh, that's going to wrap up our show for tonight. And I'm sorry for the technical difficulties getting on the air a little bit later than normal. But it's that time of year, you know, and uh, I would apologize fully. But uh, but uh, tonight we were getting a lot of things going for high school soccer. And it's so nice that high school soccer is back, back up and running. I know a bunch of y'all are like me, though. I still have my 12-year-olds playing just like Coach Como was uh, dealing with. I still have my 12-year-olds and my 10-year-olds and, and some of my uh, uh, younger teams even training. And we're going to be doing that for another three weeks. So. Uh, I got my hands full. I know all of y'all have yours too, but that's what it takes to get soccer promoted and soccer growing in Louisiana. I thank all of y'all for all y'all do. Uh, get in touch with me at LA Prep Soccer at A. DeRitter or at MNFUTBOL at either Twitter or Facebook. Uh, that's how I got in touch with Coach Como. Get in touch with me, and uh, if you want to be on the show or want to contribute, love to have you on. This is your show. It's not my show. And uh, if you have a business that wants to advertise, please get in touch with me because this is not free. No, uh, no audio is free if you're using the kind of equipment we're using. Anyhow, God bless you and your family and carpe diem in Christ. Take care. Bye-bye.